Welcome back to another edition of Robin's Ramblings. I am Robin Brady, and today I am out in the country exploring the world of craft beer, which is really, for anyone who knows me, not my forte, but that's okay. Family is something that I know an awful lot about, and that is one of the founding principles of the Red Barn Brewery. And joining me is Denny Vervey, who is one of the co-owners and co-founders of the Red Barn Brewery, one of the newest or the newest brewery in Chatham-Kent. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So tell me a little about the history of Red Barn, because this is a very unique concept. I guess uh, to go way back, it uh, didn't always start out like this. Uh, we had a couple of friends who wanted to, you know, um, be kind of a part of something that we went and uh, purchased a, uh, a brew system uh, together. And, you know, um, Dan and I started brewing on it and see where it went. And it kind of evolved from there at some point into the fact that we want to do this as a family on the farm. And, you know, we have a lot of credit to offer getting here from other farm breweries, especially at GL Heritage. Um, it was kind of their brewery that inspi- inspired us to, to do our own family farm brewery. Yeah, because it is, it's very much based on family. You own this company with your wife and your brother-in-law, right. which seems to some might be a little much working with, you know, your immediate family all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, it, it has its moments like that are challenging. Um, but the thing is, we can't, you can't get rid of family. So, um, but we've learned to separate, you know, discussions of the barn, the red barn, the business separate from, you know, our family time together. And um, it's still a work in progress, but it's, uh, you have to treat the business like its own entity because it is. Yeah. The business, uh, it has its own mind of how it wants to, to run. And then sometimes there's overlap on, you know, maybe sometimes we don't agree on everything together, but we work towards it and uh, just like any business, uh, make it work. How are things going with working with your brother and your husband and the kids around all the time? Is it crazy? It is, it is, yeah, it's chaos for sure. (laughs) Is it worth the chaos though? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Tooth Fairy forgot to come last night. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. The same happened to us like three times. Everything's (laughs) always down to the wire too, really. You know, when we were set up for the patio, like we really didn't set up the last finishing touches until like, Mm -hmm. some people were still walking in essentially, right? And it was like that with the launch too. It's everything's always down to the wire because you're trying to you know launch as quick as you can, and and you just learn from there what works and what doesn't, I guess. And you have a family of your own aside from the Red Barn family. You've got your wife, obviously, and you've got two young girls. Three. Three. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. How do you? Because it must be hard to a certain point. I know you say you keep it separate, but I mean, you know, the girls are around. Your wife is around. You live like. 300 feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do you how do you make sure that both are getting the attention they need? It is a struggle. Like that's the one thing right now um, that we're trying to, you know, we've been pushing so hard for all these years to get to this point, open it. So now the biggest thing is like now we're starting to hire some staff to kind of take the load off of um, some of the things that we don't need to be a part of as much anymore to give us more time for yeah. ourselves. And I mean, like I'm up all hours of the night, like literally most times like two in the morning just to get the business side thing done because I work my full time job during the day. Right. You know, you have to still, uh, you know, feed the kids and spend some time with them mm-hmm. by the time they go to bed. You know, it's it, it's a challenge, but it's just our life now. And, you know, we love it like we wouldn't change anything about it. What do your girls think of this? They uh, they're starting to understand. I think they were away last weekend for our opening. So they didn't see the crowds on the, on the patio, <laughs> the craziness, um, the craziness. So. 
they'll get to experience it firsthand and maybe understand a little bit like what you know what mom and dad are doing and uh, uncle dan like as far as you know we want to bring people out to the farm and experience it like it was so neat to see you know some other kids because we're family friendly here and Mm -hmm. uh, we have some cats around here and you know the kids are like petting the cat and you know (laughs) next year will be exciting because we're gonna have some actual goats and chickens for for the kids around here and people you know some people have never experienced the farm before now they get to and it's uh it's it's for us you know looking out across a field you and i it probably doesn't mean as much to someone that's you know in toronto in in a skyscraper right for sure so we get to have our own little niche with bringing in animals that the the farm aspect is very much present i mean you're surrounded by it but it's also part of what you want to be showing people when they're here yeah like the whole thing is we want a the priority is beer but it's about us and how we i guess are doing this as a family we want to show what hops are and that's why we have some hop pools up there um, we're going to grow some barley next year and uh, we get to talk about how beer is made because even you know myself when i you know in my younger I guess 19 year old drinking days like I had no idea you know what was all involved in this magical product and now I get to experience it firsthand because we've developed these recipes and um, learned the chemistry of of beer and now I get to kind of maybe not go in as in depth with uh, some people but just get them to understand of you know like the four basic ingredients in this product the oldest product on earth actually so when you because you've you have just recently opened and had people coming What's the reaction you're getting? It was it was really good. We launched our cans to go because yeah. we had to kind of pivot based on the the COVID. Yeah. And then we, it was we hold it was a month and a half of inventory and it sold out in two days. So then we had to go back to the drawing board and be <laughs> like, well, what do we do now? So um, restaurants are starting to open up a little bit by that time. So we were able to get into some local restaurants and now we you know have the opportunity to do this. The neat part about this is that I get to talk to them in 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 person. You know, mm-hmm. I get to we all do like how do you like that beer or what styles do you normally like or they're in front of you where before the retail they take it home and you never hear from them again so it's really neat for me just interacting and just telling the story of how how we did this i guess yeah the pandemic let's discuss the covid that yeah. has derailed so much of what you had planned before the pandemic struck what did you have in mind for the opening and getting the business off the ground we never imagined i guess we'd be doing everything in stages so we've done the back room brew room retail store with the stage we've done the patio stage now and now the next stage is obviously going to be the inside um, pivot is a big word that I use a lot because every week we have to kind of decide you know how we're going to make it work with the restrictions we have mm-hmm. so canning I know um, we had the cans and everyone like loved the cans and something to take home but we can't I think at this point do everything the canning time is in high demand so for us to wait on a canner because we don't have our own canning line uh, we have to fill the tanks up and then they got to pull from them well the next day we have no beer anymore so it's like it's fine line of like building up inventory to, to you know to make sure you have or cover our restaurants cover our patio and you know we want to get to the point of doing cans again but it's just finding the resources and uh, the time because <laughs> this stuff's flying flying off the shelves here uh, as far as uh, uh in growler sales we do and then the patio has been uh, it was almost like 95% booked last weekend, which is really cool. That's so, incredible. and then this weekend, I think it's we're, we're looking at like 70% already booked for, wow. for the weekend. So, was there ever a point in sort of the height of the pandemic when everything was closed and life had sort of ground to a halt where you wondered if things were actually going to be able to move forward? <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a couple of times like, you know, we were like ready to break down because, you know, we 
put all our, our everything into this, not just uh, our lives, but our, our, our valuation of our, our, you know, our houses just right. to, to be able to forward to what we wanted to do. And then the COVID hits and it basically everything's shut down. And I think we always try to find a bright way to look at it because we aren't the only business that this is happening to. And we just like had to figure out, okay, well, scrap that plan. Let's let's figure out how are we going to get some cash flow. So essentially, that's what the brew room retail store was. I, I don't want to launch in our back room, but we got special agreements with Eggco to allow us to do this so we can have some cash flow so we can keep on moving forward and, uh, you know, pay the creditors because they're they're still going to come at you right <laughs> right they really are <laughs> right but no we put everything into this ourselves we don't have any private investors and such so it's it, that's what i mean it's right from the get-go it's we wanted to do this as a family we have so that's scary it is it is but do you know what's not scary now is you know seeing people on the patio and even though it's only week mm-hmm. one or two it's mm-hmm. it gives us a little bit of comfort that you know people are that they do want to come out here and they do like our beer and now we just got to keep it going and uh, we have a lot of fun things planned for the future in as far as events here. Yeah. That'll be really cool too. So, And you've had some partnerships that have developed along the way, which to an outsider might seem a little odd, like one of the other breweries in town, the Sons of Kent. You guys seem to be working really well instead of supporting each other and learning from each other. Yeah. How did that come about? It's a kind of neat industry. It's not just, you know... Um, local but across Ontario we have a lot of different uh, brewery friends but um, I mean our two closest are Bayside and, and Sons and it, it's it's a fun industry that you're kind of all working together in a sense it's hard to, to, to imagine but the market share for beer is so large on the commercial side and so small right now still on, on the craft beer side I mean in the last 10 years it's come a long way in Ontario mm-hmm. But all we're doing is trying to make good beer that you know we can offer locally to customers that essentially is a drop in the bucket taking market share away from the big guy. So we're all you know making lots of beer that's selling lots of beer and what better industry to you know be in that you're working as a team like even like I'm excited to do our first kind of trade shows um, and you're at the trade show and you're, you're friends with all these people that you know some people you'll see as competition but it's hard to say that word like when you're in the room with with your friends you know yeah that's awesome sometimes you will trade you know if they're short on chemical they'll come grab it or if i need a part from them i'll come, go grab it and you can't really say that if you're pepsi and coke that they <laughs> trade syrup you know and right so it's this barn is incredible that the because there was a red barn that sort of st- was it on this particular ground where it's no, it was actually oh, if you look one. look straight through there <laughs> Yeah, the big gaping hole is where the, the original red barn was, and now it's, you know, we've uh, saved as much of that whole barn as we could, including all the beams and this barn wood you see here, and recycled it into, like, beams around your posts. We're going to have the big beams we'll use for benches in here and like to sit on. So it's, uh, the red barn means a lot to um, the farm. It's the, the iconic kind of farm look, right, is the red barn, and uh, I'm glad that we, you know, have that story to tell and um, that we took that barn down like piece by piece ourselves and even you know my father-in-law some of the dents you see in in the red barn board here he's like oh I remember when I did that with the tractor and it's so I'm like well you're gonna be doing some tours then (laughs) (laughs) right you can show people all the marks and what they mean yeah but yeah this this building is because you built this all yourselves the so the outside frame and steel we didn't um, and the electrical and mechanical we did do, sure. but all of everything else you see, um, yeah, we, we put together and uh, piece by piece, like the ceiling, 
Um, just to give you an idea, because it's hard for you to, to see it through the microphone. <laughs> right. But um, 6,400 square feet of pine and spruce board that we've milled down from logs from the area. So there's about 80 logs. Um, and then to recycle that, we have an idea that we're going to be, you know, planting some trees someday too in the near future. So to, for all the, you know, logs that were taken for this ceiling. Nice. So. And so there's, it's sort of a full circle from the ground to the family, to the beer, back to the ground again. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any favorite memories that you've made so far of the process of getting this together that you're like, oh man, that's going to be one thing that we remember forever? There's <laughs> little bits of everything, I feel like. I think, like working with like our family. Like every little step. All the time Just, you got to spend with your dad. Yeah, day. absolutely. Uh, yeah, I enjoy that. There's so much to learn from him, so it's been awesome. What have you learned from him? Every, like construction-wise, everything. Like, because, I don't know, I feel like he can do anything <laughs> in here. And so just, I don't know. Well, it's how funny. To, like the door jam, like how to little things. I feel he curses us when he goes home, though. <laughs> Probably. They wanted to do what? <laughs> yeah. He hates dealing with all the old stuff, old wood and steel and stuff. And, and then my parents, they're from Port Oversley. They've been down a couple times to help and a lot of other family members from the area to pitch in if, if we needed like you know extra hands to lift something and that's that's been fun and I think we'll remember that mm -hmm. for a while and do you think you're sort of building a legacy for your girls I hope so yeah <laughs> I do because it seems like this is an experience that no other family would have gone through that you know building a business together and having them here through the whole process yeah I can only imagine yeah. the way that they're going to remember this for years from now. Yeah. They they don't quite grasp it, I don't think, right now, but mm. uh, hopefully someday. Look back on pictures of you know us climbing up and putting wood on, and uh, it's, it's about what we want to do as a lifestyle, but at the same respect, we hope that it can be, you know, the torch can be passed at some point. Yeah, even if they don't grow up to be, you know, beer masters or something, at yeah. least they've, it feels like it would give them like a greater sense of family and, and working together and mm -hmm. problem solving, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's a really cool experience to have given them. They're excited for the animals too. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> <laughs> What's been the hardest part of all of this? Just trying to juggle, you know, family time and work and, and trying to combine them as well to get them involved in the process. Sometimes it takes longer when they're involved, like the kids are involved. And, and I feel like there's like stages that we go through that are like really tough and then we get through it and then there's the next tough stage. Yeah, that the is, days are just, there's so many ups and downs. Well, just even like, you know, the money and how we had to, to get to that point mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, put business plans together that made sense to get loans and like that was a hard stage and then you get through to like, you know, the site plan and that's a challenge. And, now we're at the point where you know we're open and that's a challenge because yeah. <laughs> we've never opened a brewery before or a tasting room. I, that was my first time serving ever. <laughs> so. But what do you see happening next? What's your what's the biggest thing that you're looking forward to? The full opening. So opening the tasting room. So once we finish, you know, we just have to kind of finish up the bar and a few finishing touches and yeah, to actually open our doors, like yeah. a full open, because I feel like, you know, we did retail first, which is good, like, you know, it kind of broke us, broke it up, so we did sure. retail first, and then we opened the patio, whereas if we had to do this all at once, it would have been, yeah, even more insane. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of gave us, you know. Sort of a silver lining yeah, to yeah. all the chaos so, of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for that day. Nice. Although I'll also be sad, because I do enjoy this construction aspect of it. <laughs> 
but then we'll kind of you know move to the outside do some landscaping and animals we'll have to build a shed for them and <laughs> yeah there's a lot of stuff outside we still yeah. have to do it's always going to be and something yeah there there always <laughs> will be but but at the same time it'll be nice to you know I feel like we're constantly sweeping and dusting in here because you know half of it is the production area. And yeah, we spend like seventy-five percent of the time looking for a tool. Yes, yeah, we need a specific spot for things <laughs> because there are so many people, like friends and family, helping out. It's just that's why it's taking so long to build this place. <laughs> <laughs> Tools are never in their spot. So tell me about the beer. Yeah. <laughs> you have quite a few tanks back there. We almost think we don't have enough, though. <laughs> uh, but it's all uh, incremental steps. When we started creating recipes, we tried everything under the, under the moon, but we had to, you know, narrow it down to what we wanted for, like, opening day, essentially. And yeah. It came down to we were doing a farm four series, so essentially we wanted a beer for everyone. We want, you know, because not everyone likes the same taste or True. tastes it the same way yeah. or likes the same bitterness. So we do have, you know, uh, Home Farm, which is our Blondale, so it's re- refreshing, crisp, light-bodied, but it has a subtle sweetness to it. We have the Sharecropper, which is homage to my Pepe, the reason I got into beer, and that's a Belgian wit, so it's more spices, coriander. Belgian yeast character, and then we have Harwich Moon, which is our chocolate porter, uh, which is very uh, uh, complex brew, and then uh, Last Pass, which is our session IPA. We don't have them all, you know, on the go at the same time right now, but we have some other offerings that we're doing. But um, the idea is that uh, those are kind of our core brands, and and then we can just build from there and try different seasonals. And the one that that is out in the restaurants right now, Five Acre Island, we never thought, you know, that'd be like known as our flag it's not our flagship beer but it, i guess it could be because it's it's doing pretty good so. right for sure yeah but. i know people all over town are talking about this place and how cool it is and how different it is what do you see happening down the road i think we always want to stay local like we're never i don't want to say we're never but i we want to offer the best atmosphere the best experience on site so that means that we're, we want to sell most of our beer on site. Maybe it's not even about the beer for some people. It's just about being in the outdoors and you know playing frisbee on the grass eventually and checking out what the newest food truck we have that, that week. So there's there's a lot of different parts of it besides the beer. But you know our like long-term goals, like I want to do, uh, I used to work at the JLC in London, um, and we want to do you know some small concerts here. And in this new era, it might be small concerts for a while. It might not be like big... Uh, big stage uh, right. production and so there's you know lots of different ideas like that we have a lot of cool events we have that we want to do in here like anything from art classes to stargazing uh, you know we want to we've been approached by like a dog show outside so <laughs> <laughs> anything you can think of like uh, we have the space for and uh, hopefully we can take a shot at some of them someday really the sky's the limit yeah when you've got this kind of property and, and such a unique space for sure yeah well here comes the kiddos <laughs> I- so your name's Carmen? Yeah. What do you think of the big red barn? The, all the wood um, is almost done, and the ceiling is already done, and all the stuff. Does like, it seem like it's taken a long time yeah. for all this to happen? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's pretty cool? Yeah. Yeah? What do you like best about this place? Like, the ceiling, it's all done, and <laughs> all the lights. I never saw that one turn on. You never saw that one turn on? No. Well, this is a big day. Mom's in a rush. Mom's in a rush? Oh boy. What's it been like for you guys having all this going on? Has it been kind of crazy? Yeah. Yeah? 
That's why my, our uncles come over. Yeah? Yeah, sometimes we yeah. have to be babysat. Yeah, because mom and dad are busy with the barn. Yeah, they're always busy. Yeah. And with everything, I think. Well, it's yeah. a fantastic place, and I think a really great addition to the community, yeah. for sure. Thank so you. Congratulations for everything that you've you. built so far and all the things you're going to build from now yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And thanks so much for listening. I appreciate your time. We'll talk again soon. Mm-hmm.